coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. No, Mario. I am your father. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? Co- I'm so excited to be here. Yeah? I, uh, I love Prove that it. it's... <laughs> it's... I could hear there was a little bit of a challenge in my voice, and I didn't know why it was there. It's a little oh, bit of yeah? A... <laughs> you are excited to be here? <sighs> you started to say there's a little... Oh, just like chill in the air. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. It's actually kind of beginning to feel a little like fall. It is the season. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've got some like grade A Nintendo Cartridge Society nonsense to get to today. 100% silliness. Um, So, look, we're, we're... Well, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, but first, the normal business. Sonic Forces. This is a quintessential NCS business right here. You want to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces? You can. <laughs> that also sounds a little bit like a challenge. Does it? You're like, oh, you want to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces? Well, you can't <laughs> unless you email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com and give us a mailing address where I can send this copy of this game. You play it for as long as you want. You send it back. It doesn't cost you anything. Is it out right now? What's that? Is it out right now? What do you mean? Sonic Forces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is out on assignment presently. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other thing that we are up to at the moment uh, is that we are trying to determine what the best, the single best piece of Nintendo music is. We know that there's one perfect piece of Nintendo music out there, uh, but we can't, we can't determine it without your help. That's right. We need you to send in nominations for what you think the best piece of Nintendo music is. We're going to arrange this into a bracket. Uh, Patrick and myself and a special guest are going to then uh, pair this bracket down until an ultimate champion is crowned. But yes, you have, I think, a little over a week to send this in at this point. We need them before November 22nd. Um, at that time, we'll be closing the floor for submissions. No further submissions can get through. And also, we cannot nominate songs or pieces of music for this contest. Right. So we need you to send those to us. You can send as many as you want, but please try to prioritize them with your like the picks you want us to talk about the most at the top. We're going to try to cover everybody's picks. The list is daunting, but you know we're conquering our fear yeah we're saying bring it on yeah i mean this it's uh, a, a more the merrier situation at this point so like bring it on email us nintendo cartridge society at, at gmail.com, gmail.com or tweet at us at nincart society and i say this every time yeah. but as we're getting closer like do not take anything for granted yes there, nothing should be taken for granted and also uh, there are some people who are like they're like i don't know if this counts as a nintendo song if it is a piece of music that is prominently featured on a game that appears on a Nintendo platform, like that's it's fair game. Yeah, send it in. We can sort we we will sort it out later. Oh yeah. 
yeah, we yes, we can bring down the ban hammer however and whenever we want. Uh, well, your contributions are very important. We will be indiscriminately cutting things, I'm sure. Um, all right, Mark, are you ready to get into our weird little topic this yeah, week? Let's do it. Let's do it. We alluded to this uh, last time, but Star Wars is uh, in the air right now, mm-hmm. right? Mandalorian, we're watching now, what, two episodes are out? My gosh. Uh, and Jedi Fallen Order is coming out on not Nintendo platforms on Friday. Uh, and also, you know, Rise of Skywalker is uh, coming up, and we're both reading in, um, Star Wars books and comics. So we're in it right now, right? We are thinking about Star Wars. We're living, loving Star Wars. So we thought, how can we relate this back to Nintendo, right? There has to be a way. And I guess neither one of us wanted to play the Star Wars game that just came out. <laughs> On Switch. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, I didn't really want to play like a PlayStation 2 game on, on my Switch. So what we decided is that it would be fun for us to uh, take the Star Wars movies, remove those characters, and replace them with Nintendo characters. Right. We are casting mm-hmm. the Star Wars movies, just the Skywalker episodes. Yeah, yeah. So you don't need to worry about Rogue One. You don't need to worry about the Clone Wars animated series. You don't need to worry about the uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Crash of Fate book. None of those characters are going to come into play here. We're just talking the characters you know and love. And I think we should start where it only makes sense to start, and that's with Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Great, because re- look, I understand there are other orders that we could approach these things in, but release order. Please, everyone, release order. Nothing else matters. If you are introducing somebody to Star Wars, release order is the only thing that makes sense. Now, look, I get it. You're a Star Wars fan. You've seen the movies a million times. You know, sure, do... Uh, um, yeah, if you... Uh, yes, whatever if you've order seen you a million times do. and you want to do the machete order. Yeah, or whatever order named after your favorite Danny Trejo movie. Yeah, and I think that is how those are constructed, is by naming them after Danny Trejo movies. Uh, okay, so we will start with Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Um, let's start with this trio. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Did, did, well, I was going to say we should start with, uh, and this is either a good idea or a bad idea. Great. Um, but the characters that will follow us through all nine of these movies... Oh, are um, the droids. I was going to say the droids, because I don't really, I'm not entirely sure where to go with a lot of these, but I think I have a pretty good one for C-3PO, I'm, but I'm open to debate. Uh, okay, well, let's, let's hear your C-3PO. Toad. So... He's a little bit of a coward. He's a little bit of a coward, mm-hmm. uh, and it, I, I, just because of the shape of his head... <laughs> I want to save him for either an R2-D2 or a BB-8. He does have a very... Okay, yes, aesthetically, I agree. He d- has more of a like squat, round droid vibe. He's, he's also just more jovial is the thing. Like, mm-hmm. C-3PO is an uptight jerk, right? Right. Uh, and like maybe jerk is a little bit too harsh, but like he's uptight. Like There's no debating he's that. Tightly wound, for <laughs> yes. sure. Um. Are there? Well, what do you want to do here? We're already at a stalemate, Mark. We're gonna have to shut this whole thing down. (laughs) 
Well, I don't know the word a stalemate. Oh, sure. You know, I because sure we haven't tried to. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't really tried haven't tried at all to move past it. So I don't know that I'd really call this dummy. And maybe, like, you know, I, I proffered at the beginning that it was either a good idea or a bad idea for yeah, us to sure, start. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So perhaps it was a bad idea. I mean, how do you feel about Toad as R2-D2? So the only thing that I don't love about that is that uh, R2-D2 is the troublemaker of, like, the two, right? He has a lot of ambition. He's, like, the go-getter. And I don't feel like... I mean, maybe Captain Toad, but right, like uh, Toad, mm, I don't feel like is see mis- what you're mischievous enough. Sure, for, to, me, for an R two D two. In the earliest part of the like R two D two chronology, he is being awarded for his bravery. Specifically, they award a droid a medal for bravery because he did his job in repairing the shield generator on yes. uh, Queen Amidala's ship. Um, so yeah, I guess it's not right to make. Toad, a courageous character. So, geez, I don't know. Do we do? do, uh, If you want to go ahead and put him in the uh, role of C three PO, I'll back that. I think we do that as a placeholder. Okay, right, and then as uh, the world opens up to us, we may find a better use for him. Sure, but I think it's good as like our cornerstone. Yeah. Um. So I think then we have to find someone that works with Toad as R two D two. Now, like you say, a little bit more mischievous, um, has goals of his own. I'm going to throw this out. What about Nabbit from the Mario series? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm into Nabbit. Uh, so I, I generally speaking, don't really like Nabbit, and I love R2-D2. Uh, but I think this is going to be good for my relationship with Nabbit. Yeah, to I make R two D two. Yeah, yeah, and again, you know, like we can revisit this as the world of it opens up to us a little bit. Um, okay, so yeah, I think now that we kind of have those two in place, let's move on to our trio. Right. So the trio, of course, is uh, Luke, Han, and Leia. So, and maybe this is cliche, but my immediate thought for Luke is Link. So I almost want to save Link for Anakin for the following reason. We have seen young Link, who could be our episode one. Um, our Jake Lloyd. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then we've seen like regular Link, who is our um, Hayden Christensen in episodes two and three. And then uh, Dark Link for Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, because I was wondering. Yes, I think. Where, you know, like, it doesn't fit perfectly, of course, is that Link is never, uh, other than Dark Link, like, Link is never bad. Sure. Right, so, in the way that, like, mm-hmm. Anakin turns. Right, right. If if Link is uh, slaying young children, uh, something has gone wrong. <laughs> right. In the Zelda story machine. Um, okay, well, oh boy, Anakin's tough so i mean anakin yes uh, or do you want to cast them as separate feel oh we could we totally could cast them as separate characters like depending on like darth vader could be somebody different yeah than than like yeah because i do think child link makes a complete sense for um uh for young young anakin Anakin. Yeah. yeah 
I know we said that we were going to start with episode well, four. And even <laughs> we're past it. We're past yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even uh, I would even argue like Attack of the Clones. Anakin could be Link. Could be like the more adult Link. I think it's just like when you know, like uh, Revenge of the Sith. Anakin. It's I. I don't think Link fits there. So what about this? What if episodes one, two, and three? Anakin Skywalker is Link, but they are young Link, Link, and uh, dark Link. Okay. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But then I think we need to someone else <laughs> as, as Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Okay. So that's in the back of our minds. <laughs> as we focus on... As we focus on Luke Skywalker. <laughs> or Luke, Luke, Han, and Leia. Uh, this is tough. Okay, so Han Solo, right? We got it. There has to be like uh, Fox McCloud. Fox McCloud, I think, is perfect, and there's no uh, point pitching alternates to it. I mean, he just has like that swagger. He definitely does. Fox McCloud. Um, and okay, so Luke, Luke, and Leia then. So Leia, I feel kind of like Samus. It's not a perfect fit, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, because of their occupations. But right, um, I mean, w- Nintendo does offer us so many princesses. What what about Zelda? Or if we're casting uh, Anakin as Link, does Amidala have to be Zelda? You know what I'm saying? I do, I do see what you're saying. I feel like um, Amidala would almost be again. We are focused on episode four. We're focused four. on episode four. <laughs> but I, I, uh, Amidala is a complicated one to cast because in a lot of ways she's, uh, in, in some ways she's passive yeah. in the films. I think like in the expanded universe and like the novelizations and the books, you get a better sense of like what her agenda is. But in the movies, not a lot of that is conveyed yeah. very well. Especially episode three. Like... She's a almost completely inactive character um, in Revenge of the Sith. Um, so, I, I mean, the, so, Ed, like, to me, the part that's easiest to, like, focus on there is, like, the idea of, like, the politician or yeah, somebody yeah, who sure. is, right? And then I feel like Leia is more of a character of action, which I do think some versions of Zelda fit that well so that's i mean like maybe we could make her uh either tetra um so that she's like uh the like pirate who is also the the uh princess um or the like uh, ocarina of time zelda who is also chic, chic. and yeah that one i feel like makes a, a lot of sense to me so do we want to just put zelda or do we want to say tetra specifically i uh, kind of want to go tetra specifically yeah i think so too all right tetra slash zelda um, all right, which means we still need to cast our Luke. Um, are we holding off on Mario for any particular reason? I know that w- that was kind of my thought as well. Um, and but the thing with that's difficult about Luke is that like I think other than Link, he follows like um, such Luke follows such like a very strong like hero's cycle. Yeah, and Mario never really has that do you know what i mean they're like there's no hesitation there's no like longing or want for anything bigger which i feel like is such like a 
core part of who Luke Skywalker is. Let me hit you with this. Ness from Earthbound. Um, yeah, I, I do see that because the beginning of, of Earthbound, right? Ness is just like an average kid. Yeah. And then something outside of, you know, like his normal life. Something from space. It, yeah, happens. Mm-hmm. And then he has to react to that and get his like group together to carry it out. So yeah, I think Ness is a great pick. All right. We're, we're, we're going with Ness. Um, okay, so now uh, let's build out the uh, ancillary heroes um, from episode four, which I think are just going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, Chewbacca, Chewbacca, right? So Obi-Wan Kenobi, again, is difficult because he also exists in the prequel trilogy. And so, and that really is kind of like the same character, whereas it's easier to make like a delineation between Anakin and Darth Vader. Yeah. So do we try to find a character... Who, who can, can somehow fill... en- encompass all of that? Right. I like mean, all of... we I, we may need to use like a Fire Emblem character or something here. Uh, like Obi-Wan Kenobi might be a Marth or, I mean, Marth is maybe our best bet there. You want to go with Marth? Just because Marth is so like... Just because Marth as a character exists in so many of the, the Fire Emblem games as either like a, a young prince who is like a, a warrior for the kingdom or who is the, like, you know, a storied warrior king. Um, and then maybe all of that is a little bit too grandiose for what um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is. Because um, he's sort of like a... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like o- Obi-Wan Kenobi... Um, is, he's he's like a get the job done kind of guy. He right? is, but he's a mentor through basically all of the films, yeah. and it, that's something that's kind of like uh, forced upon him. Yeah. Um, especially after Qui Gon dies in Phantom Menace, but again, you know, uh, looking at Nintendo characters, where like who is put, I guess, into that role of mentor. And immediately, mm. my because I've been playing Luigi's Mansion, I think of Egad. Sure, I like that. I like Professor Egad because <laughs> you know I can imagine a young Professor Egad, you know, with a little less gray in his um, like whatever he has going on for hair. <laughs> yeah, that little tuft. Uh huh. I mean, mostly I, I'm just loving imagining a young Professor Egad. Like, that's very attractive to me <laughs> when he's just undergrad EGAD. Yeah. Undergrad EGAD. <laughs> um, and Chewbacca. This is where I want to pull Mario in. I think Mario should be our Chewbacca. Mario's a great Chewbacca because he's a good friend. Yep. You know, he's willing to put himself in danger for you. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have a, you know, can't really converse a whole bunch except with certain people. Right. Yeah, I think Mario is a great pick for Chewbacca. Uh, so that means, uh, I think the... Mm, so we definitely need Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, and then beyond that, like we could cast a Tarkin, but I don't know that we need to. Yeah, uh, so for Darth Vader, I was kind of thinking Ganondorf. Um, that's good. I think... Maybe we should go with that, um, because like, especially if we're using um, Link uh, in various forms for like Anakin, um, that when he just goes full evil, that he should just be Ganondorf. Right. Uh, I like that. Although, not to complicate this too much, but there is... Mm, well, th- this is where we get in trouble for like separating Anakin and Darth Vader, because of course, at the end of Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader 
turns in a way that like Ganondorf is never going to. You know, he's never yes. going to like find his humanity again. But I think by casting Link as that earlier character, you buy the journey. Right. And also then when we see the Force Ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi, it is a Force Ghost of Link. So like we're watching it and we're a little confused, but like we ultimately but get we it. like go with it. Yeah, we're like yeah, fine. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So uh, just to recap, uh, our R2D2 is Nabbit, um, C3PO is Toad, Luke is Ness, Han is Fox McCloud, Leia is Tetra slash Zelda, Obi Wan Kenobi is Professor Egad, Chewie is Mario, and Darth Vader is Ganondorf. I think that's solid. Uh, okay, so new characters introduced in The Empire Strikes Back. Is this just Lando and Yoda? And uh, the Emperor. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to count him as... Um, oh, like Palpatine and... He, well, that's a good question, too. I, uh, what I was uh, leading towards is that we were going to cast him when we get to uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, like, sure. He, he yeah. appears. Oh, yeah, yeah. Appears yeah, that's, but... that's fair. That's okay, fair. so uh, Lando and Yoda. So our pickings are kind of slim for Lando. Uh, well, how how so? Because we really just need someone who's like, um, like we're doing Lando at this point in his life, right? Oh, sure. So it's it's a, a Lando who's like settled down, has maybe become like a uh, a businessman with like a, a shady past. Mm, so he's uh, Tom Nook. So Tom Nook, or possibly um, uh, Rusty from Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. He is 100% Rusty from Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Uh, which means that he's we, always, he's like about wheeling and dealing. Yep. He's got to keep his store running. He's got to keep But he's like an honorable, yes, trusty person. Mm-hmm. And like you can bargain with him in good faith. Yes. He will genuinely take you up on, uh, I want to pay $2 less for this <laughs> than, than I'm supposed to. Uh, so Yoda. Yoda's tricky because like, do you want to follow the like you know wise sage end of it or the fact that he's like a goofball? Right. Because Yoda is both. Or do you just want to be like, I want something cute and green and Yoshi? <laughs> like, what do you do here? Okay, uh, I am gonna go with the happy mask salesman. Okay. Because sell, sell me on so I uh, and it to me, it's because Yoda is multifaceted, right? Like, uh, I think he's a complex character. You see in The Empire Strikes Back, right? Him at towards the end of his life. And he has, like, a sense of, like, mischievousness. But there's also, like, a sadness. And, and a, a darkness, too. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like you really get that a lot in the prequel trilogy. When you begin to understand that... Um, and I feel like The Last Jedi does a really interesting job of articulating this because the history of the Jedi really is kind of like a history of failure. Yeah. And uh, it's, and like Yoda, you um, you see the Jedi Council really like struggle with um, these decisions and like the bureaucracy of what it means to be a Jedi and all these kind of things that really like are not... Uh, not they're not that like fun adventurous like jedi you know being a jedi part that you totally yeah of like in the original trilogy where it's just like oh what does it mean to be a jedi right Right. you get like this whole other side of it um and i think that sadness that complexity it, it it really 
uh, draws me to the Happy Max mask salesman because I think even in those cutscenes in Majora's Mask, you get like um, a feeling of like uneasiness of uh, there is some sort of like power or whatever to him, but also like darkness and sadness. Yeah, totally. I th- I think that's that's a, a great pull, and also that there's something like uh, there's some powerful magic behind him too. Like I think that is another way that the Happy Mask salesman and and Yoda are one and the same. I realized we left out a, a crucial character introduced in The Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett. Oh, yes. Samus Aran. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, 100%. Um, who did we pick for Luke? Uh, Ness. Ness. Okay, yeah. the only part, now that I'm thinking about this, uh, is like Luke in The Last Jedi, mm, right? That's interesting, yeah. And maybe we end up casting a different character for that, but just something to think about as we're thinking about yeah. um, Ness as Luke. Yeah, abs- a- a- yes. 100%. Um, okay, so uh, the, the new characters, uh, Lando is Rusty from Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Yoda is the happy mask salesman and Boba Fett, obviously, is Samus Aran from uh, Metroid. Uh, I think that's everything that we need from The Empire Strikes Back. Let's move on to Return of the Jedi, which means we need to cast uh, the Emperor. And is that it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess you could argue that... Do we need to cast, like, Wicket? Or like any of the Ewoks, right? Or I was thinking, uh, oh man, I'm Jabba blanking on his Hutt. name. Yeah, I feel like a Job of the Hut, and um, Art. Uh, wow, why could I not think of his name from Man Mon Cal? Sure, Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar. I don't. Yeah, from Mon Calamari. Uh huh. Um, now let's let's leave. Uh, that's because we could also get like we didn't do a Greedo. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. Um. So let's just go Emperor and Job of the Hut. Okay. And that that'll the major players. The major players. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, so you brought up the Emperor when we were talking about the Empire Strikes Back. Did you have someone in mind? Um. Yes, but I'm blanking on his name. What is the name of the uh like bad ape from Star Fox? uh andros andros yeah just sort of like the ultimate evil in the galaxy mm-hmm. frequently is just a floating head and then a floating brain it's right. andros it's andros that is 100 <laughs> correct uh and then jabba the hut who's wario yes yes and uh waluigi is salacious crumb even though we're not doing side Even characters, no, we're not. We'll, we'll just we'll we'll know that i'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna write it down no 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 we'll just it's not official but just everybody in your mind hold that uh, okay, so I think we've got uh, the original trilogy uh, down uh, pat. Nabbit and Toad are R2-D2 and C-3PO, respectively. Um, Ness, Fox McCloud, and Tetra are Luke, Han, and Leia. Um, Professor Egad and Mario are Obi-Wan Kenobi and Chewbacca. Ganondorf is Darth Vader. Um, and then uh, Lando is Rusty. Yoda is the Happy Mask Salesman. Boba Fett is Samus Aran. The Emperor is Andros. And Jabba the Hutt is Wario. We're doing great so far. Are you ready to dig into the prequel trilogy? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so first things first, Anakin Skywalker, we know, is going to be... Child Link. Right. From Phantom Menace. Or right. Yes. Uh... But then beyond, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, is that still going to be Professor Egad, a young Professor Egad? Oh, sure. Okay, this is fair, because we've decided that we can cast different characters we can for if different we, parts. We can if we need to. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that we do need to. I mean, uh, Claude 
from Ooh. Fire Emblem Three Houses for young Obi-Wan. And maybe I'm just thinking of the braid, but... I mean, let, let's do it. I, uh, here's the thing. We are also going to need... Yeah, no, I mean, whatever. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Young Obi-Wan. Uh, yeah. And so... I, we, uh, so Claude from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah. Um, and then we do need a Qui-Gon Jinn. Yes. There are a lot of characters in the prequels. <laughs> My God. Um, okay. Uh, so Qui-Gon does not follow the rules, right? No, like, not at all. He's a Jedi, so he's a Claude, but um, a little bit sassier, right? A little bit um, uh, less faith in the system, I would say. Yeah, and also like has kind of his own... Think, sets his own priorities like is, yeah he is, has his own agenda I yeah feel like that he's definitely working off of uh and and also like kind of impatient with everyone else he's like surely you see the boy is the chosen <laughs> right one. Like, yeah his that scene in the jedi council when he's like what what hold on <laughs> you guys don't see this <laughs> um yeah who is this character who in the nintendo universe is liam neeson um Oh. We may need to come back to this. Okay, one. yeah. Uh, so who who else is in um, Phantom Menace? Well, uh, Amidala. We, Amidala, yeah. Um, which I don't think we really had uh, a a good idea for before. Rosalina. I think that is a good pick. Let's do Rosalina. Um, it, it, both because uh, you know, it she's a. Uh, like diplomatic character uh, can spring into action when she needs to um, is also like, there's a maternal aspect to Rosalina that obviously is uh, Amidala's undoing on her undoing. She dies in childbirth. <laughs> she, that's not, not why her fault. She, no. <laughs> it's, it's not like her mortal flaw <laughs> or anything. Uh, but so she, she can be our queen Amidala. Um, and then we also need Jar Jar. Oh yeah. Any ideas for Jar Jar Binks? Um, I'm immediately being like, what characters are like? I, maybe this doesn't count because it's a Square Enix character. But my immediate thought is like, uh, Vivi from like the the Black Mage from Final Fantasy Nine. There is too much sadness to Vivi's life for him to be Jar Jar Binks. But Jar Jar Binks' life is very sad. Like he was cast out of his home Mm -hmm. and then yes he is uh you know like a hero to the gungans at the end of phantom menace but he is the like the one who sets in motion the empire uh yeah because he uh votes for palpatine to have like special executive powers or whatever right because he's kind of like manipulated into it um, and so I think, I mean, it's a different kind of sadness, but it's not like Jar, like Jar Jar Binks arc is pretty sad. Um, also the Gungans are just like, they are, um, yeah, right. Like in the beginning of the Phantom Menace, the, uh, they've been treated horribly by the people of Naboo. Oh yeah. Right. It's basically just like, uh, I mean, they, they've left the surface of the planet to make their underground cities. Or I don't, I don't know if they used to be, like, amphibious or, right. or whatever. And then, like, later in the uh, in the expanded universe, 
or maybe even in the canon books currently, you find out that like, no, after Amidala left, you know, like years later that no, like the people of Naboo started again treating the Gungans poorly. Yeah. So who who was your sorry Vivi I, I've, from I uh, the Black Mage from Final Fantasy Nine? Um, so I have I have a Nintendo pitch. Okay, but if we don't like it, we can go with uh the uh, w- with Vivi, the bunny from Nintendo Badge Arcade, an obnoxious character who gets up in your face, won't shut up when you're like, I just wish he would shut up, um, and has like a weird darkness to him where like maybe he's threatening you sometimes. <laughs> And also, now that he's gone, people are, you know, time has passed. People are like, I actually, I like Nintendo Badge Arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's, it's I think the that's Jar Jar effect. Okay. We'll, yeah. go, we'll go with the bunny from Nintendo Badge Arcade. I'm just glad we got to use both Rusty and the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, so far we have Anakin, uh, young Obi-Wan. We still need to find a Qui-Gon, Amidala, and Jar Jar Binks. Uh, so who else do we actually a- absolutely need? To Darth cast? Maul, maybe. So we need a Darth Maul. Do I'm, we do I'm, we need a Watto? No, I don't think so. I think okay. Watto falls into side character category. Great. Um, I think Darth Maul. I would say uh, Meta Knight. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, I don't think that needs to be improved on at all. Um, okay, but Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah. Which actually, now that we are putting him up against um Meta Knight. Let's not overthink this. Let's make it Kirby. Okay. Kirby v. Meta Knight. We can watch Kirby uh, run, or Meta Knight run Kirby through. <laughs> and then Claude can kill Meta Knight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. That I'm 100% on board for. <laughs> uh, okay. So just to review, Anakin is uh, young Link. Um, young Obi-Wan is Claude. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn is Kirby. Queen Amidala is Rosalina. Jar Jar Binks is the bunny from Nintendo Badge Arcade, and Darth Maul is Meta Knight. Now, uh, Palpatine, do we need to put, like, the Emperor, like, that sort of thing? Uh, so, so Palpatine, what do we do with Palpatine? Oh, Andros. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that works. Let's just, he's, he's the same throughout, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and he just looks more like a regular monkey <laughs> in these movies. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So that leads us into episode two, Attack of the Clones. Who is new in this that we need to cast? Um, so a- a- Anakin, obviously, we are upgrading from young Link to just regular Link. Um, but our Obi Wan can still be Claude. Um, yeah, five years later, Claude. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, and Amidala can still be Rosalina. Right. Uh, there's I, no conflict maybe there. Jango Fett is the only one that we would need to um, think about. And do we even really need to do that, or can we just say it's uh, just still Samus Aran? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it could be. I uh, was going to say sh- uh, Shy Guys was my, or like... The Shy Guys could be like the clone. Right, army. exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that down, that the clones are Shy Guys. Oh, do we need to do Mace Windu, do you think? I mean, maybe. Uh, certainly by the third movie, we need to do Mace Windu. Yeah, okay, so we'll talk about it in Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Uh, so the clones are Shy Guys. <laughs> Count Dooku? Yeah, I think we do need a Dooku. Um, kind of like an older stately gentleman. I mean, here's here's the real problem with trying to cast Count Dooku. What are the characteristics of Count Dooku? Yeah, that's true. It's like impossible. <laughs> the character has no personality. Yeah. I mean, aesthetically, he's just like he's just like an old man. Yeah. What about um 
uh, Dr. Jones from Star Tropics. Yes. Mike's uncle. Yes. Just another old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, now quick think it over. Are there any other episode two characters we don't want, like uh, Dax? Or is it Dex? Dex? The guy who runs the 50s. Diner. Oh, yeah, I think it's Dex. Um, and we don't need, like, a Camino, uh, whatever. No. Camino uh, in. I don't think we need, like, the stern librarian lady. It's like, if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. I hate how well we know these movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Let's move on to um, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, so here we definitely need to uh, cast a um, Mace Windu. Uh, a Mace Windu and a General Grievous. Yes. Uh, but that might be it. So who in the Nintendo, maybe a Wheezy from Pokemon? Could be General Grievous. Uh, that that uh, that's called a uh, that's a wheezing. Right? A wheezing, yeah. yeah. But they don't. Uh, uh, he's not really cobbled together from parts. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, well, so maybe. Bear with me on this. Maybe it's a mimic you, the Pokemon, uh, because General Grievous is not a Jedi, but like adopts the Jedi arts. He's cloaked in something. Like, he's not what he appears to be. Yeah, okay. I really like that. He, he, I think that's he, good. He's a mimic you. Uh, Mace Windu. So Mace is hard because he's not very fleshed out in the movies. And he has a really thankless role of just kind of being the person who... He just kind of, like, says no a lot and yeah. is concerned. Yeah, and is a little bit like the muscle of the, the Jedi, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, not totally. They don't really, like, let him, uh, like, break out into that. So what character? Well, and maybe this is too obvious, but uh, because we said the emperor is Andros, is it Fox's dad? Uh, James McLeod? Yeah. Not for, like, the relationship that they have. Sure, just... sure. This is a tough one. Yeah. Um, I almost want to go into, like, uh, like, are there one of the Breath of the Wild champions that makes sense? Or, like, some deeper cut Zelda character that might, we may be able to, like, slot in here. I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't know. The, the character is so poorly characterized that I don't know that I would be, like, I, don't, I almost don't know if it matters. Right. Let's make it. Let's make him Falco, from from Star Fox. Okay, because like, uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so for the prequels, just to recap, um, Anakin, we go Young Link, Link, Dark Link, for episodes one, two, three. Um, young Obi Wan Kenobi is Claude. Qui Gon Jinn is Kirby because Darth Maul is Meta Knight. Queen Amidala is Rosalina. Jar Jar Binks is the bunny from Nintendo Badge Arcade. All the clones are shy guys. <laughs> Count Dooku is Dr. Jones from Star Tropics. Mace Windu is Falco. And General Grievous is a Mimikyu from Pokemon. Now, that brings us up to the sequel trilogy. Right? Right. Force Awakens. Um, how would you like to start? You want to start with the, the trio? Yeah, let's start with the trio. So we have Ray, mm -hmm. Finn, mm -hmm. and Poe. Yep. 
Uh, all very short names. I'm just realizing as I <laughs> as I type them all out. Uh, okay, Ray, uh, awesome character who is uh, kind of a loner who has uh, like innate power um, and loves being a part of the universe that she is a part of. Who is Ray? I know I've already pitched a Star Tropics character, uh-huh. but what about Mike Jones from Star Tropics as Ray? He loves being on an island adventure. He is a go-getter. Yeah. I think it might be I think it might be him. I'm in I'm into right. it. Mike Jones from Star Tropics. Poe and Finn. So Finn is somebody, right, who was kind of like drafted mm-hmm. into a life he didn't choose. Yes. And his arc thus far has really been about um like finding not running anymore, right? Like finding something to stand up for. Yeah. And um like taking a stand. Yeah. Luigi? Luigi. Right? Uh yes. Is that is that where you were going yes. with that? Uh yeah, one hundred percent. I think Finn is is Luigi one hundred percent. Poe Dameron. Ace pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot should i have not used falco before <laughs> i feel like he falco, does have a falco energy for sure shoot okay let's we may may, may need to go back to mace windu okay <laughs> well i mean our first pick was pretty arbitrary right so the second pick can also be <laughs> pretty arbitrary uh okay uh mace mace windu going back to it i don't know is there a character who's kind of a scold the owl from uh, uh, sure. Zelda. Sure, the owl from Zelda. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the, the, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Um, uh, I am going to pitch Isabel for Ray. Oh, yes. Because Isabel is also, first of all, she's so competent. Right. She's so good at her job. And also, she just wants to be there. And like yes, one hundred percent. Because I feel like Ray's like her overarching characteristic is compassion. Yeah, totally. And I think Isabel's a good pick for that. Uh, good, good, good pick. Um, so does that free up? Um, our that frees up Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Okay. Right. Um, if if we need to use him anywhere uh, else, I'm not. Necess- necess- we don't need to. Uh, he just he seemed right to me in the moment, but I think Isabel's a better pick. Um, so that leaves us with we need uh, a Kylo. Okay. Uh, who? Um, let's see. So our Han is Fox. Yes. And our Leia is um, Zelda slash Tetra. Tetra. Right. Okay. The child of Fox and Tetra. Hmm. Would be. It's got to be someone who is. This could be Mike Jones. But Mike Jones doesn't have any like darkness. No, he to doesn't him. have any darkness to him. He's just jolly. He's like, just sticking bananas in his ears or something. But could this hmm? potentially be Tingle? Mark, sell me on it. <laughs> Look, okay. Sell so me on Tingle's it. Tingle's whole thing, right? Yeah. Is that um, he just wants to be himself, mm-hmm. but he has the pressure of family that is trying to tell him, like, this is what you're supposed to be. 
And I think Ben, that's just like Ben being like, I feel the pull towards the light. Well, yeah, because, you know, like he has this like family history that would be impossible for anybody to live up to. That it's so difficult for him to be just like, who, who is Ben Solo? Like, who is that? And yeah. I think he never, as a kid, really had the opportunity to just, uh, he never had that freedom, right? There were always those weight of responsibility. And I think Tingle always had that weight of responsibility. And it wasn't until, and look, guys, we're getting a Kylo Redemption arc. You know, like you think it, so? It, you think we're getting a Kylo Redemption arc? It's Star Wars. It's all about like you can always make new choices today, right? Your path is never set. Sure. You, and so, and I think you know, it took Tingle until he was in his thirties yep. to figure out what he wanted to do. I draw maps or something, <laughs> right? Yeah, be weird. Hang from a balloon. And, and all I want for Kylo Ren for Ben Solo is just to like let his freak flag fly. Yeah, and like be him. You know, like without any of the weight that he's had to carry all of these years. 100%. Okay, so I, I, I'll agree with that. Kylo Ren is going to be Tingle. Um, I think that leaves us with uh, one more character from Force Awakens, and then I think... Uh, so let, let's do that, but uh, BB-8. Mm-hmm. So we need a BB-8 character. And just to remind you, our uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO are Nabbit and Toad. I don't know if that necessarily affects uh, who's who's going to be our BB-8. Um, also, we we don't need to do like a f- like we could do Phasma, and um, I feel like Phasma is such a non-entity in the movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, and also like Hux, I don't know that mm, we need Hux. Mm-hmm. Although here's a real easy pitch for for Hux um, is uh, oh I forget it. Oh, Fawful from the um, Mario and Luigi games. Oh, I don't think I know who that is. He's just like a he he talks and shouts a lot. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. That, yep. Uh, but BB-8, who's who's BB-8? Okay. Um. So BB-8 is uh even more so than R2D2, like really expressive, very precocious. Mm-hmm. Um, he's helpful, but you see, like one of the things I really love about BB-8, and I think it's such a fun evolution on this idea of like what it, how the droids interact in the world is. You know, you see him being, like, suspicious. He's just so expressive. Yes. And I think that is, um, like, a, the super fun aspect of BB-8. I've got a, I've got a pitch. Navi from The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I was, okay, I, I do, uh, I like that a lot. Uh-huh. And so I'm not saying no to that. My counter pitch is Yoshi. That's perfect. That's perfect. BB-8 is Yoshi. I like that so much. Uh, th- these are they're both good answers. But actually, maybe Navi should be C three PO. That's perfect. Yes, because who else? Listen, <laughs> right? Like, that yeah. is such a C three PO. Okay, so sorry, uh, Toad, you are being replaced by Navi. Uh, okay, great. Um, so we we do. Oh, Hux is uh Fawful. Uh hi. Um, Hux is Fawful. And then, do we need to do? Um, Snoke. I mean, maybe when we get to the Last Jedi. Okay. Um, I think we're probably done with uh Force Awakens, which is to recap. Ray is Isabel from Animal Crossing. Poe is Falco from Star Fox. Finn is Luigi. Kylo Ren is Tingle. BB-8 is Yoshi, and Hux uh is Fawful from the Mario and Luigi series. I also feel like w- while we're doing this, like part of it is like, man, Nintendo needs more colors of character. 
characters, characters of, of color. color. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one hundred percent. So uh, in the Last Jedi, right? uh-huh. that, that's where we are now. Um, we need to get a uh, rose. Yes. Uh, and we need uh, a Snoke. I think that might be it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, oh, you know, you could always make a case for um, uh, like old man Luke. Um, but the Luke that we currently have is Ness. I like the idea of an old man. An Ness. old grizzled Ness. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Who is just taken after his father and is a uh, distant, right? He's. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. That's, that, that's perfect. Um, but so Rose, I have a pitch for Rose. Okay. Toadette. I was 100% going to say Toadette. Um, because she is, uh, she's got like tools. She's going to fix whatever's wrong. Um, remember how Toadette's like the foreman in Super Mario Maker 2? Uh, but also she has the Captain Toad adventurous spirit. Like I think 100% yeah. uh, Rose is Toadette. So that leaves us with Snoke. Yep. Um, An- another emperor type. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, one of the kind of tropes, especially I think of later Zelda games, the um, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword maybe as well, is this idea of like somebody who is set up to be the big bad, but actually is just, uh, that is not true. It just turns out to be Ganon or Ganondorf again. Yeah, totally. Um, And so that feels like a type of character that we do see. Sure, or I mean, we even see it in um, Link to the Past with uh, Aganim, uh, that like sorcerer guy that you meet. Uh, in, in he appears to be the big bad of the world of light, um, and it's not you know you beat him and then you get to the the dark world, um, and that's when you're like, oh, it's well, it's really Ganon. <laughs> oh, you got to stop Ganon. Um, there's also you could make an argument for something like uh, like Bowser Junior or the Brutals where you know they're I like I mean it is interesting that we haven't used Bowser yet. Yeah, that's true, but Bowser I like the reason why I feel like Bowser doesn't really fit into any of the villain roles um maybe outside of something like uh a Darth Vader or Darth Maul. I mean maybe he's Grievous or um Dooku because Bowser is so transparent about yeah, his you know like yeah, desires yeah. and his evil and one of the hallmarks of the Star Wars villains is that they are kind of like, um, they work in the shadows. They're cloaked with secrecy. Yeah. So um, I had to look it up. Uh, but the villain that we are meant to believe is the villain of Twilight Princess is named Zant. And he's the guy with this like big crate. He's one of like the, the Twilight um, uh, creatures. And he's got this like big weird uh, ha- hat on and these dark flowing robes. He may be our snow. Right. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's go with Zant. Um, is there anyone else that you want to cast in the Last Jedi? Benicio del Toro's character, Holdo, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They all feel like they're a kind of tangential, um, yeah, ancillary characters. Yeah. Um. All right. I think we've done it. I think so too. Um. Okay. So just to sh- shall we review them we, all? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So here are your Star Wars characters. Uh, as Nintendo characters. Uh, R2-D2 is Nabbit from the Mario series. C-3PO is Navi the Fairy from... Navi the Fairy from <laughs> from Zelda. Um, Luke, Han, and Leia are Ness from Earthbound, Fox McCloud from Star Fox, and Tetra from uh, Wind Waker. 
Obi-Wan Kenobi is Professor Egad. Chewbacca is Mario, which I think is the best one of these. <laughs> uh, Darth Vader is Ganondorf. Uh, Lando Calrissian is Rusty from Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Yoda is the Happy Mask Salesman, and Boba Fett is Samus Aran. Uh, and then rounding out the uh, original trilogy, the Emperor is Andros, and Jabba the Hutt is Wario. Also, we know that Salacious Crumb is uh, Waluigi, but, but not, that's official not official on part the of the list. We just keep that in our minds and in our hearts. Uh, moving into the prequel trilogy, Anakin Skywalker is Link. Starting with Young Link, going to regular Link, and then Dark Link throughout the course of the series. Young Obi-Wan Kenobi is Claude from Fire Emblem Three Houses. What a good boy. Um, Qui-Gon Jinn is Kirby uh, because Darth Maul is Meta Knight. Queen Amidala is Rosalina. Jar Jar Binks is the bunny from Nintendo Badge Arcade. Uh, moving into Attack of the Clones, the clones are shy guys. <laughs> Count Dooku is, of course, played by Dr. Jones from Star Tropics. Uh, Mace Windu is played by the Owl <laughs> from <laughs> from Zelda. Um, and General Grievous is a Mimikyu uh, from Pokemon. Moving into the sequel trilogy, Rey is played by Isabel from Animal Crossing. Poe is played by Falco from Star Fox. Finn is played by Luigi because, man, he's a coward, but he's trying to get over it. Kylo Ren is Tingle because it's perfect. BB-8 is Yoshi. Hux is Fawful from the Mario and Luigi series. Uh, Rose Tico is Toadette. And Snoke is Zant. Mark, we've done it. Let's close this out. Now... We've done a very good job. I am proud of us. Uh, me too. Uh, there was Dare we say this is the definitive Nintendo casting yes. of Star Wars? Yes. And I, I would challenge uh, anyone else to ever uh, undertake this endeavor. Because, look, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. Uh, harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, but if, if you think that there are any any obvious choices that we left on the table, please email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com gmail and let us know. Um, if you like this episode, you can share it on Apple Podcasts or you can uh, rate, review, and subscribe. All that kind of stuff helps us out tremendously. Um, on Twitter, you should follow us. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell. And the show is at Nincart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo our theme music is provided by ape betty you can get more of his music by going to apebetty.com or by listening right now for my co-host mark mitchell this is patrick ellers saying listen and thanks for listening Hi folks, Sean Watkins here. I'm here to tell you about my podcast slash album called This Is Who We Are. That's right, it's a podcast and a record, all rolled into one. Each episode features one song off the record paired up with a conversation with a guest who is related to that song in some way. Guests include Jackson Brown, Inara George, Kate Micucci, and the conversations aren't about these songs specifically. The songs just serve as sort of a topical springboard that hopefully will lend a little context to this new album of mine. Sort of like a modern day version of Liner Notes, only much more personal. The podcast and the album are both called This Is Who We Are. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts.